So, what should we do tonight? Anything's better than last night. All right. All right, then we should do something. Something sounds good. I have an idea. Why don't we rent a video tonight? Yeah, can we please? On a weeknight? Yeah, come on, Mom. It's okay. Sure. Come on. Let's throw caution to the wind. The Movie Seller, presented by Gods of the Show, The Alita Army, where we have a VHS collection, an internet connection, and uninformed opinions. My name is Lily, and I have type 1 diabetes. You're listening to the series VHS for T1D, presented by King of the Series, Jack Thorne. This is a series where you donate to the JDRF and then you get to pick a movie for my dad and his friends to watch. Thank you for your donations and enjoy the show. My way is so cold. I know, you guys are so cool. You're so much cooler than me. I just can't help it. It has nothing to do with coolness because I would rather not sweat my ass off in 20 degree weather. I would also rather not sweat my ass off. I haven't sweat. When else is frozen. I haven't sweat <laughs> since fucking August, so I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I haven't stopped you. sweating George, since fuck birth. Dan. Fuck me. <laughs> We're already starting with the fuck Dan's, huh? Good. And I didn't even start it. I love this. Fuck Dan. This is Have like I said fuck chorus. Dan yet? You haven't. Uh, I thought we were on the same side did. here, Ginger. Come <laughs> on. Uh, are you recording yet, Dan? Yeah, I'm recording. Good. Of course I'm recording. <laughs> um, okay, well, t- I mean, we've already introed, so... Uh, we did? <laughs> you, yeah, right. This is a <laughs> fucked Dan intro. No, we have, we have my beautiful daughter talking about how about vhs for t1d oh, right. and then immediately we're coming in with the fuck dan's <laughs> thankfully through the magic of editing she doesn't have to hear any of that we just put pieces and together after we'll make a meme of it once he hears it yeah exactly <laughs> but uh if anybody doesn't know what's going on uh i'm dan i'm george I'm producer Chris. And we're here with our good friend from the Grand Rapidians Play Video Games. Ginger. Hey, Ginger. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I know. <laughs> it's like, there's a lot of podcasters that are like, hey, be a guest on our show. And we're like, hey, pay to be a guest on our show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this one I really kind of wanted to talk about with you guys and hear like firsthand. Yeah, no, I'm so, so glad. Yeah. I'm so glad that you're on here to talk about this one with us because like oh. I feel like the last one, not Tybo, but the one before that that you had us do. What the what the fuck oh, was it? The that? Love Witch. The Love Witch. Yeah, I feel like we did it a disservice cuz like you weren't on to talk about it with us, but I, I did a rewind. You did, which I thought was great. And so we got twice the listens out of that deal. So unfortunately, you know, what that's not going to happen this time unless I don't know, someone else wants to do a rewind. If you're listening to this and you think we do a shitty job, feel free to do a rewind. Just text me and we'll we'll make it happen. Whoever you are. So <laughs> Will had to work super early uh tomorrow. But we were joking about him doing a rewind and yeah. what he'd say. Yeah. <laughs> well, he definitely has he he has the green light to do that. So, um, 
But yeah, we're going to... So one thing before we get into the movie that you picked is I've got to tell you, um, you've got to watch Season of the Witch by uh, the George Romero film. And I think we talked a little bit about that on the Love Witch episode or maybe during the Romero series. But um, it's shocking how similar those two films are. Yes, I actually watched that one, I think, before The Love Witch. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's different, though. I don't know. I think I like how a lot of the, like, witches and the witch lore kind of moved on. I really like how, even though it's not a movie, um, before I got rid of streaming on Netflix, um, what was the witch... Uh, season on the one show. See, I play too many video games. <laughs> I can't remember shows. Um, Is it American Horror one? Story? Yeah. 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 That Coven one was really yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, the thing with like Season of the Witch, the Ramiro film, is like the the witchcraft it's there's definitely this idea that like it's not really anything right that it's just her feeling empowered and that is like where the quote-unquote magic comes from um but yes. real witch like films with like real witchcraft are a good time so yes i liked um I really like the Love Witch because I had a piss jug in it, honestly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. There was a piss jug. Which I oh, mean must that, make the trailer that, that must make Trailer Park Boys your favorite show then, right? Yeah, Trailer Park Boys, season six specifically, because that's when the piss jugs start <laughs> gathering around yes. and Bubbles has the kitty like playground that he makes and he gets all mad because Rick's yeah, just throwing, throwing piss. piss jugs everywhere. It's the way of the road, Bubbles. Way of the road. <laughs> oh my god, yes. So Um well that would be a great we should do that at some point. We should do a Trailer Park Boys movie. Because they have there's like four quote unquote movies of it in addition to all the seasons. So I don't I've really watched any of the movies, but I have I found like the first nine seasons in a whole like big thing for like thirty five bucks. Holy so, shit. Wow. Like a DVD set? Yeah. Oh yeah, shit. has anyone watched any of that. the new stuff? The prison one? Uh, no, I haven't watched anything since they started. They did the animated season a couple years ago. I haven't watched anything since then. And I think I watched most of what they had out before we got rid of our streaming. So, so I feel like it's worth note. You said it twice now. You you're saying you got rid of your streaming on on Netflix. Um, in case anybody's unaware, Netflix still mails people DVDs. You can what? get three. You can get up to three at a time. I do two, but um, yeah, three. I was like, I don't feel like paying that, but I pay like under thirteen dollars for two discs at a time. That's that's so funny. Like I had no idea that was still <laughs> even a thing until I heard you guys talking about it on your show, and I was like, <laughs> um, I used to I, do it like fifteen years ago. But. Yeah, there's lots of people who can't get internet and streaming out right. in the country. So, right. I mean, why not get D- DVD still? Listen, you know, you're on a show right now that is heavily, like, we're big on physical media. So, I mean, unfortunately, no Netflix way. Netflix doesn't do VHS <laughs> tapes. Copies. But, yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> um, I actually looked for the film that we watched for this episode. I looked for it on eBay, and uh, on VHS, it is not a cheap get. Um, oh, I believe it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to get. It's hard to find, and the copies I was I was seeing like minimum of like seventy five bucks, and I was like, nah. What the fuck? Yeah, no, I don't know about that. I believe it though, just because it. It was only available on standard def. Yeah. On, uh, yeah. Amazon Prime. I know. So. It was never converted to high def. Um, but I think there is a DVD release of it. So. Yeah, that's how I got it, actually, through Netflix. Well, there you go. <laughs> now, does Netflix, like Netflix shows and stuff, do they release those on DVD? Some, but not all of them. Okay. So, like, could you watch Stranger Things? I think so, but uh, I mean, we watched the first season and yeah. we kind of were like, okay, we get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got over. I mean, <laughs> like, that's fair enough. We're not too much into TV. I mean, there's a lot of just, it's, people get like a crazy obsession over a lot of TV and it's just really, I don't know. I mean, it can happen with games too and it's not healthy to be obsessive over anything and like have like cult like followings it's yeah kind of creepy yeah i mean pop, <laughs> pop culture is an interesting interesting animal um i think uh it's an interesting like distraction and i know that like right now with the way that the world is and how we're all on lockdown um right. yeah it's yeah it's definitely taken a weird it's it's taken up a weird place in our life to to an even greater degree than it did before so yeah and well, john of- water says life is nothing if you're not obsessed well there you go if john it water is- says it <laughs> He, and John Waters is an interesting fellow as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, well, let me before we go into it too far, let me just reveal the film that we're going to watch. Actually, Ginger, why don't I let you reveal the film that we're going to talk about? <laughs> the film that you picked, that you donated money to the JDRF uh, to have us talk about tonight. Female Trouble. Yes. And this was 1974. Yeah. Yeah. So, the great thing about uh, Mr. Waters is he used a lot of the same actors and actresses yeah. in all of his movies, especially Divine. And that yeah. was basically how Divine kind of was known. Yeah. Um, I think the bigger, more popular movie is obviously Pink Flamingos. Pink Flamingos, yeah. Yep. I haven't even finished that. <laughs> That's a tough one. That's a tough one. It's a yeah. tough one. I've heard the ending's pretty shitty. Yeah, um, ayo. <laughs> honestly, it like no offense at all. It was just the rosebud. <laughs> um, and if you know what I'm talking about, that kind of was just like I was like, wow, I've never seen that actually be done with that part of the body. So, <laughs> I was just a little taken back. So Well, I mean, that's what Waters is going for, right? I mean, he was definitely going for shock value. Definitely did with all of his movies. Yeah. I mean, even some of the ones like what polyester and what was the other one? Um there was another newer one that he did. But they all kind of push the buttons. Um, female trouble. Do you want me to give like uh, the whole like 
overview of the movie. Yeah, too. well, I mean, what we typically do is we have the five minute plot <laughs> summary. So if you want to, if you want to take a stab at that, um, we uh, the plot summary. Don Davenport doesn't get her fucking cha cha shoes, so That's she right. just kind of leaves. <laughs> and I think experience. kind of leaves is an understatement, <laughs> but. <laughs> These aren't cha-cha shoes. Dude, the quotes in this fucking movie yes, are yes. phenomenal. I hope you guys have like picked your top like number one quote because oh, yeah. whew, there's some doozies in here. But yeah, Dawn gets pissed because she doesn't get cha-cha shoes. So she goes and has sex and runs away from home, works in a diner, works in a go-go spot, then just kind of gets drawn into the wrong crowd the beauty crowd and shoots up eyeliner yeah liquid eyeliner of course <laughs> duh <laughs> and just kind of goes off the deep end and end up you know murdering people so for typical. art it's typical yeah like yeah, you do like, <laughs> there's lots of peen there's lots of yep. boobs and dude 70s bush galore just bush just, Man bush, woman bush, all the bush. (laughs) And this didn't age well with some of the words, too. Like the the homophobic language? The homophobic language and also the R word Uh, for people who are... Um, yeah, you know, maybe mentally impaired. The literal, literally the one word that we bleep out on our show. Um... Yeah, that's the one. That's the one phrase that we don't use, and I, it, this movie was very full of it. Um, especially <laughs> yeah. with with uh, Don Davenport, aka Divine's daughter. Yes, yes, which... Taffy. <laughs> yeah, Taffy. <laughs> <laughs> like because of when it was made and who made it. I feel free laughing at it because he pushed the buttons and made it ridiculous and purposely wanted you to like laugh at some crazy ass shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that his whole deal was like, this is terrible. Like that, like he's making satire of like how terrible this shit is, which is why when he starts using language, that's like super offensive you understand that he understands it's super offensive, and that's kind of the whole point of it. Isn't his thing that he doesn't believe in having, like, any morally redeeming qualities in his movies that are like that? Like, he wants the entire thing to be off the edge. He doesn't want it to, like, come back at the end and, like, save itself. I mean, I don't know that, but this movie would definitely fall in that category. Like, I don't know if that is his philosophy or not. I didn't read that, but... That seems appropriate to what we watched. <laughs> there was nothing redeeming <laughs> about that. <laughs> I mean, there were some boobs and lots of nipples. And how did you like Don Tevinport's wedding dress? <laughs> <laughs> that was really, that was really um, a beautiful dress. Um, I will say, you know, they really like the '70s Bush was really helpful. In that dress, because, okay, so if anyone listening doesn't know who Divine is, you probably do, because you've probably at least seen the cover of Pink Flamingos. Um, So you've seen, you've definitely seen Divine before, but Divine is a a gentleman, and 
according to what I read, is he identified as a man. Um, he yep. was not transgendered. Um, who was a um, a drag queen, um, and he he played he sort of played a character in these films, at, like as as divine. He played these characters who were in the films female characters. They weren't drag characters. They were female. I mean, Dawn in this film um, has a baby, like. <laughs> <laughs> he, he fucks himself. Divine. Yeah, right. He fucks himself. Because <laughs> that was him that, who picks uh, Don up. <laughs> it's an immaculate conception. <laughs> immaculate fucking shit stain. That's for sure. Oh, God. That's, that's the worst. <laughs> that is the fucking worst. And they don't no, even, like, cut that from that. The worst. the worst is when he then tries to, like, rape his daughter later on. Oh, yeah, and his like gross, like infected, obviously infected dong. Yeah, yeah, that's that was rough. There's a lot of rough shit in this movie. So, well, that's why that's why I said I swear to God, you guys, I do like you. <laughs> <I> just <laughs> want to talk about this weird movie, and it's it's so funny because the first, I think the first time I've seen I seen John Waters, like a picture, I was like. Wow, he is an interesting looking fellow, and that it's the mustache. Like, if you're thinking, who is this person? Once you see his like pencil mustache right above his lip line, you're like, oh, yeah, I know this guy. So, if you've and, never uh, seen John Waters, first of all, he's the he's the man behind this, the writer, producer, director, like the brains behind this whole thing. Um, a couple things of note in regard to John Waters. Um, him and Divine actually grew up together. Um, yeah, they were really close. Yeah, they went to school together. And, like, Divine was John Waters' sort of inspiration for this sort of, like, these were films started in the, like, late 60s, early 70s. Um, they were sort of, like, exploitation films. Just, like, extreme, extreme films that were just pushing boundaries and trying to, like, be repulsive. Yep. Um, but and, he looks like and Divine was totally like for it. He was like, "Fuck yeah, let's yeah. do this. Let's see, you know." And that's Pink Flamingos is how gross can they get? Yeah, yeah. Well, they <laughs> they do a good job with with that one. For I mean, this one's pretty rough too, but that one's even worse. Um, it, and actually, I read an interview with Divine where uh, he was like, "Yeah, I kind of wish." That I kind of want people to see other films of mine before that because I don't want to be known as the guy who eats shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but, I, but John Waters looks like, if anybody doesn't know what he looks like, in my mind, he looks like a cross between like Vincent Price and Edgar Allan Poe. Definitely. <laughs> uh, and in also in reference to Edgar Allan Poe, these people are Baltimore through and through. Like, all these films are shot in Baltimore. They are about Baltimore. All these people in his troupe are from Baltimore. Um, this this is a Baltimore fucking thing. Um, <laughs> so, just like Edgar Allan Poe. So, there you go. Um, but, yeah, that's John Waters. And that kind of sets the scene for, you know, who we're talking about. <laughs> So, we kind of already talked about, like, how I, I took notes on this because I was like, I have to take notes on this. And, um, like, 
when before she ran away, the teacher was a jerk, and like a lot of kids were like really, really mean because she was, you know, heavier. The fat shaming was awful. Yeah. And then she ran. She runs away, gets fucked by herself. Yeah. <laughs> Has a baby like just on her couch. <laughs> like, yeah, just sitting there, like, oh shit. I guess I'm having a baby now. <laughs> that was one of the most like holy shit scenes. Realizing that was a real baby. You know that and was I the weirdest. The, yeah, right. the foot moves, and you're like, before that, you're like, that's a doll, and then the foot moves, you're like, holy shit, that's a baby. But honestly, like the gore, the, like so you see her giving birth. You don't see you sh- it shows like her upper body. It's- and then right. and and it's like oh this is like the most fake looking birth I've ever seen. But then you see the baby and you're like that's the most real looking newborn that I think I've ever seen in a movie. Right. Like cause- well, that's cuz it that's cuz it was the Vicky the uh the um the desk lady at the beauty salon. Yeah. It's her baby. Yeah. So she's pregnant in some of the scenes and not pregnant in some of the other scenes. And that's her brand new baby. But they covered it in gore and everything. I thought that was the best part. Like that's what made I it look too. realistic. Yeah, and then Divine, I told Pam like, it was the best birth I've ever fucking, seen. Yeah, right. <laughs> Divine bites off the the cord, man. Yeah. Chris is like that was the like, best birth I've ever seen, including like the birth of my like, own son. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, yes. that was that was wild. Um, it was so funny because. It was just such a great mix of, like, this is incredibly unrealistic to, like, oh, this is incredibly realistic. That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. And then the kid, like, it shoots. It shoots so weirdly around to, like, how it, like, just here's 10 years of her life or whatever. And then here's another 10 years of her life. So it goes to pretty much her yelling at her kid for like just being a kid and saying jumping really awful word. (laughs) Yeah. Like a lot to her. Um, just really mean, but the way, just like the way divine acts, like how he acts is fucking hilarious to me. Yeah. And it's like almost like overacting, but not in a bad way. No, I mean it's camp. It's camp. The whole it's so campy. Yeah. And it's so great. And yeah. that's why I think I really, really like all of the movies that Divine is in, because it's just such campy greatness. Yeah, it's got a very like and we've covered some movies from this time period, but it's got, it's got a very like early Hollywood feel to it where they're still sort of influenced by the stage and they're like really overacting. Um, and like, you're just like, wow, you're really, really trying to sell this. <laughs> like, and that goes like in further when like, She's Dawn's like going like ah oh, uh, uh, like oh yeah in the, the in the boobs and <laughs> the like crotch oh, running down the street oh yeah <laughs> like, the strutting what in is the fuck? like I live for that that made me scream cry laugh because <laughs> I forgot that <laughs> I was like what are you doing <laughs> I gotta say then- I gotta say that scene kind of reminded me 
it, it's going to totally affect the way that I see um, Spider-Man 3 in moving forward because Tobey Maguire has a scene where he's strutting down the street just like that. Now all I'm going to see is like <laughs> Divine doing that. I'm like Now I know what Tobey Maguire's influence was in that scene. <laughs> it's totally Divine. Yeah. And Aunt Ida bugging her nephew to be homosexual to be was yeah. just like... <sighs> First off, you don't bug anyone about their sexuality, no matter what. That is their choice. But just the way... It was just weird. Well, what's like, so the, great... The way she was, like, nagging and talking about how disgusting a heterosexual life is. <laughs> well, that's what's so greatly <laughs> subversive about it, right? Because this is the 70s, and, like, being gay was, like, super taboo, and, like, you're on, like, the... You're just before, like, the AIDS epidemic and everything... And like, so to have someone come on there, it was so subversive to be like, to be like, you need to be gay. It'd be so much better if you were gay. Like, just try to be gay. And it was funny because he's like, I like dudes. I just don't like dong. Like, (laughs) he's like, I don't like their equipment. And uh, yeah. And and then like, he's a hairdresser, which is like typically associated with being gay. Yeah, gator. Yeah. But uh but yeah, I thought that was great. I thought that was such an interesting moment. And Aunt Ida is quite a character herself. Oh yeah. Oh, okay, so that I love how many missing. On, you loved it. So I, no, I love it specifically at the wedding. <laughs> yeah, because she's wearing that with like that like black cowl and like beating people because she's so upset that he turned out like Straight. Very, a quote unquote woman instead of yeah. a man. Yeah, it's funny because he is a man. Well, but he's not. I mean, divine. The Dawn is not a man. Dawn is a woman. I know, but it it adds to the scene that like they push gay so much, and then the only like heterosexual relationship is actually a man and a man. Yeah, there's definitely a meta. There's meta humor there because for sure, divine is a dude. Um, but yeah, that that is good. And then she like she wears that outfit. It's like the only outfit she wears the whole movie. Oh no, she wears the feather thing when she's in the yeah. bird cage. Yeah, That's yeah, with her hook. Don made her. <laughs> yeah, when yeah. Don captured her, Don made her. So, but Dawn doesn't capture her, right? It's the couple that ca- the dashers that capture oh, her. Right? Yeah, she's already yeah. in. That. Yeah, that's when like they own the um what is it the uh, salon or whatever the right. like upscale salon. Is that what it's called? I miss. Man, that. look at George. Yes. George doesn't so fucking do homework for any of these movies. And listen to him talk about this. George, did you do like did you study this before we recorded, or are you just like a big fucking John Waters fan? No, I just watched it last night. But I did. I watched it today. And like you yeah, know, I, have, I haven't smoked yet. Oh, okay. I just, I just realized <laughs> okay. I haven't smoked. Yeah, yet. that's the so problem. I'm gonna fix that right fucking now. Okay, good. Let's dumb it down here, George. <laughs> he's okay. Like, I, he's he's like I am not high enough for <laughs> this. <shit again." laughs> not at all. Not at all. I I ran out of my my regular edibles, and the only one that I have left is just it's strong to the point where I'm like, nah, that's gonna put me out like right away i'm not fucking with that right we don't want that we don't want that george all right i gotta i gotta hear chris you've been really quiet man and the only word dealing with some work shit oh no i'm very distracted oh that's not good man that's not good 
Um, um, I need so to know though, because the only the the only message that I got from you was like, "What the fuck <laughs> what am the I fuck watching?" Did I just watch? <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, <laughs> during the movie, I'm like, "What the fuck?" I mean, it's a very I mean, that is not the wrong reaction to have. No, no. I mean, that's what that's what he wants. Um, Mm -hmm. That's the invited reaction. Yeah, would be so happy. I was so... uh, Like, there were parts I rewound to, like when Ida drops her boobs out for (laughs) reasons I don't understand. I'm like, Pam, you have to see this old woman's boobs. (laughs) Um, The random dog shots. Divine is... Or Dawn is fucking outrageous... This whole movie was just a what the fuck. Yeah. So I can't even. I'm so glad. I didn't, I'm Ginger. I'm so happy that you did the freaking plot summary because I took very detailed notes in the event that I got stuck with it because I'm like I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Um, so I've had two days to think about it. I watched it Monday night. Yeah, it's been two days. So I I enjoyed this movie. Um, I was very off put by it while watching it but when i looked back at the movie it was a ton of fun and i had a lot of very weird laughs they weren't like it's not like i was like busting a gut watching this movie but there were some very awkward moments that made me you know i was like chuckling to myself pam was so weirded out that she ended up leaving the fucking she's like no, uh-uh. like random dong shots even. it was just so much about this movie that was just a complete and utter fucking mess and i enjoyed it i was actually I'm surprised I'm saying that. It was not a good movie. Not at all. This is an awful movie. Yeah. I, had, I, had, I had a ton of fun watching it. Well, I, I love the smell of shampoo. Yeah. That's one quote. That's, that's no a, way, man. The conditioner is way better. <laughs> I have freshly bleached hair. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I gotta smoke more. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my god. I have my other one. What is it? You sneaking, conniving little abortion is my favorite quote. Yes. Especially yeah. calling her own daughter an abortion. I think is I there's definitely some great like I know wishful it's a thinking very there. Late term abortion when she strangled yeah, right. her. Yeah. <laughs> right. It was funny because oh I'm telling God. Stephanie about the movie and I was like, Yeah, it was weird. I was like you know, basically, this woman, uh, she's getting famous by having these people photograph her um, committing crimes. And I'm like, and the crimes are escalating. And like, she's not actually getting famous, though. She I just think she is. I know. I know. She's very delusional. But like, and like, no one's even there at her execution. But she's like convinced. I mean, she's gone off the fucking rails by that point. But what's interesting um, what I was telling Stephanie, I was like, yeah, so her crimes escalate to the point where she like kills her own daughter. And Stephanie's like mortified. I was like, no, somehow they make it funny. I was like, <laughs> I know that's weird to it say, was. but like it was cartoonish. It unfortunately was. Yeah. There's like a real like three stooges element to this movie where you're just like when you describe the things they're doing, you're like, those are really fucked up things. But when you're watching it, you're like, oh, that's so goofy. That's what I mean. Like, I yeah. it was an awkward laugh I'm <laughs> yeah. getting out of this movie. Like, I shouldn't be. But, like, when she's getting fucked by, like, a screwdriver or, no, needle nose pliers needle nose or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, the needle nose what the fuck, man? His toolkit, like, man. What the fuck? No, this the is carrot worth, this in the is, mouth is way better. 
Oh. <laughs> right. And, and that was that was a bridge movie. too far for for Dawn. That's when she was like, Talk. "We're getting a fucking divorce." Put a carrot in my mouth. She was like, first, you're not touching me for a week." I was like, "A week? Yeah, like right. what?" <laughs> 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 and a carrot, and you had those needle noses and I know, that. I know. And like, they had um, a bucket, a bucket of fucking carrots, just chilling. Like he was prepared. Yeah. He was prepared with the carrots. He had that toolbox, man. He did. He had his toolkit in the know. bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so where weird. his that's where his his hidden passion was was in Detroit. Uh, yeah. He was a really good hairdresser, but he didn't want it. He no. wanted Detroit. He wanted so, to be a mechanic. Yes, is Gator into Ida? I felt this very weird. I think Ida's into Gator. It, yeah. No. Like there was something like when that. When Ida is first introduced, he's like, you looking good, Ida. Well, so she's Damn. kind of like a motherly figure to him. And I think that that's she's a kind weird of. thing to say to your mom. Well, I know. Listen, well, no, that's what I'm the, saying. She's the aunt. Yeah, I How know, but she's said it. Yeah, I, he just said he's a motherly. She's a motherly listen, figure. But listen, 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 listen. Okay, she has kind of raised him, right? Because you get that impression, like he lives with her and stuff. That she, that he is kind of like her, like a child to her. But so there's this weird, like Oedipus kind of vibe, where like there's sexual tension between the two of them, and like incest in this movie is clearly not out of the out of the picture no she's totally like she's totally vibing on him which is why she wants him to be gay because she doesn't want him to leave her and that's why as soon as the things as soon as things break up between gator and divine she's like oh you got to come back with me you got to come back with me yep yeah when taffy walked in and um gator was like hitting on taffy which was totally disgusting because she is underage at this point she's underage by the she way said, that actress is the like, same why don't you age suck this and she's like i wouldn't suck your lousy dick yes i was suffocating and there was oxygen in, in your, your balls. balls yeah that was a great <laughs> i've heard that line before i don't know i assume it originated from this i had film, to but... rewind it to like make sure i got it because i was like wait she said something in there and it was a lousy that i was missing <laughs> Yeah, no, that was a great, that was a great line. But that actress is like the same age as Divine. I think she's like two mm-hmm. years younger than Divine. But I love that they yep. explain it away. They're like, you look like you're always so upset about everything that you look like a 40 year old, even though you're 14. <laughs> Maybe you're a 40 year old. I don't know. <laughs> right. Right. And then what was it? The the lady who owned the, um, the hairdresser place is like I couldn't eat I couldn't eat spaghetti. Do I look Italian? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, she's too busy no. eating mas- mascara brushes. That's yes. what, that's what they eat later, right? Mascara brushes. Yeah. And they mainline Weird. liquid eyeliner. Is eyeliner not liquid? I don't know. Is that what is? Well, how does eyeliner come? <laughs> you can get liquid eyeliner. You can get it like kind of like a almost a crayon. But if you I don't get it, if you get it in liquid form, eyeliner. if you get it in liquid form, do you have to inject it or wh- what's the normal <laughs> application? No, I would um, say don't do that. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> My mom got her eyeliner tattooed on. Is that technically considered injecting it then? Because it is a needle. I mean, it's ink on needles. 
There you go. I mean, it's just like I mean, she didn't fucking mainline it. <laughs> it's like a tattoo, but it's close to your eyeballs, and I know, your I eyes swell up like a whole that. bunch. And I heard it's very painful. I can, I just cannot imagine that fucking tattoo gun. And I assume it's like a single needle. So it's just like, ah, fuck no. Ah, fuck no, It's something, yeah, I have a full back tattoo and I would not want a needle that close to my fucking eyeballs. Yeah, I mean, a back tattoo, you don't see it. it, Well, still. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like i felt it yeah <laughs> i still yeah. wouldn't want one that close to my eyeballs which people get their eyeballs tattooed as well which yeah, fuck, i man. like well that's not a tattoo gun though that's just an injections cool to do <laughs> but no still terrible though like i wouldn't do it but cool yeah yeah no i mean we're all tattooed and i think we're all in alignment <laughs> like no thank you but george's mom is a badass and she has eyeliner tattooed so mm-hmm. I know a few kind of ladies a got it. They they absolutely are so happy that they did too because they don't have to waste their time with their eyeliner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stephanie got these cr- this crazy shit. I guess it's eyeliner. I don't know, but it's like magnetic, and then you can put your eyebrow. They're magnetic eyelashes, and they stick to the that. eyeliner. That's fucking crazy. I, okay, so. <laughs> I am not like a typical, well, like, not, I wouldn't say a typical girl because 50 50, I would say. I don't wear a lot of makeup. And when I did, it was mainly like eye stuff because I don't want to take all that fucking time. Women and non women who do their makeup and slay that shit, two thumbs up. I don't have that time or the patience to fucking do that shit. Yeah, yeah, fair <laughs> And enough. I like swimming. Yeah. I like swimming way too much. I'm not. That's gonna... why my mom got hers tattooed. Yeah, there, there you go. <laughs> she loves it. She's like, I can go snorkeling and still be ready for work immediately. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's adorable. I love it. <laughs> I I think though that this is a, like this is a good point to bring in um, Divine's makeup because like what this what is crazy about this movie like the thing that really struck me. Is like the real like juxtaposition of the grotesque and the beautiful, and Divine's well, makeup is fucking epic. Like, really, and really it gets good. More epic after Ida throws acid on yes. Dawn's face. Yes. Yeah. Because Ida's pissed, which she's pissed about Gator leaving. Which I don't so. understand oh because her flopping on the floor and just screaming no over and over again <laughs> was probably the only part of this movie that I actually laughed at while watching it. <laughs> like I fucking oh, I hated at- watching this movie. <laughs> but then like thinking about it afterwards, I'm having a lot of fun thinking about it. I don't want to watch it again. The experience oh, yeah. was shit. But talking about it and thinking about it since then has been a lot of fun. But that one scene had me laughing. I don't know. I might watch this again. I'm definitely yeah, I'm like serious. So I was watching thinking about. I want to watch Driven. Oh my god! You stop. Fucking, this is so much better than that guar guar movie we watched. Okay. No way, man. This Listen, so much better. I'm not going to say it's actually, better than the Guar movie. Notes, and in my notes, I said watching this movie makes me want to sacrifice myself to the world maggot. That's yeah. literally in my notes. You know what this reminded me of was uh, I get a lot of dungeon entertainment feels out of this because it's, I mean, it's got a much higher budget, but it's 
It's trashy. Like it's trashy. Yeah, I mean, they like, wanted it to be trashy. I mean, John Waters is famous for saying he wants to make the trashiest movies he can. Well, this um, is part of his unofficial trash trilogy. He calls it. Well, there you go. There's Mondo Trasho that I can't find on DVD that I want to watch. Well, we got to find that. What Just, were you going to uh, say, Chris? About you'll be paid. Old is it on YouTube? I don't know. I'll check. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch it so bad. I don't know if it's on YouTube. I mean, that's though. like 50 fucking years old, isn't it? Yes. <sighs> Something like that. Yeah, that's got to be available somewhere. George, let Chris say what he's going to say about Divine's character. I want to hear this. <laughs> so, sorry, Chris, He's like barely said anything. Sorry, he's finally going to say something and then you stomp all over him, George. Come on, man. What the fuck? Um, I'm just going to say that. Not that George's opinion matters in this fact because he fucking hated the movie, but Divine's character reminded me a lot of um I don't I don't remember if the character even had she must have had, was it Martha or Mary? Oh in, yeah, the um, wife. The wife in Valley of Carnage. Yeah, man. Yes. Yeah, that's those were the feels I was getting yeah, out of that character. Yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> I think like it definitely made me enjoy it more because the whole time I was just and like the graininess of the movie clearly because it's standard death on a high death TV. But right. It, it gave me the dungeon entertainment feel. So I thought that was pretty cool. Well, we'll have to ask those guys because we're going to have them on before we do uh, the 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 birth the birthday bash. But we'll have them on and we'll ask them, were you influenced by John Waters when you were making your films? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So, George, you hated the movie, huh? I hated the movie while watching the movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, I did not enjoy watching this um, at all. Have you but... ever watched any John Waters films other than this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah? Um, I oh, mean, yeah, you said you saw Pink I... Flamingos. I've seen part of it. I've not okay. seen the whole thing. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I've seen Crybaby, and I've seen Hairspray. Yeah, um... Hairspray is probably his most mainstream film. Yeah. Um, um so those like those are not on the same level at all um no his newer stuff is tamer yeah there was there was another one from i think just a few years after this that i've seen i don't remember the name of it but um i didn't enjoy that either Um, (laughs) well you keep going back to the well man you keep trying it so at least i'll give you that do you enjoy any movie? Yeah. <laughs> no, I hate everything. It's usually Chris that hates the movies, but uh, George always hates the movie. Like, he hates movies when we have people on who love the movies. Like, whether it's the people <laughs> who made a- the movie. Especially when they make it. Like, yeah. when they made the movie, he's going to tell me fucking hate So let's, oh, yeah. let's go through that. Let's go through this really quick. George shit I'm all so- over. George shit all over uh, things to do in Denver when you're dead, which was a movie that was really important to Trev. Um, he shit all over Valley of Carnage, which was fucking made by the guests of the episode. And now here he is shitting all over this movie that Ginger generously donated to the JDRF for us to watch. So, George, okay, so you're killing it, man. Fucking killing it. He was, In he all was fairness. actually that dude's shit stain on the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so in all Just, fairness, after watching... That. After watching the movie on Monday night, I'm like, I can't wait to fucking tell Ginger how much I hated this <laughs> movie. But I've had two days to the sit on it. The more you sit with I'm it, like, right? She fucking liked it. So she, you win, Ginger. You win. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Well, listen, Chris, let's, let me ask you both this. Let me ask you this and George this. Chris, I want you to power rank the, the, well, we've technically watched 
five movies under the Grand Rapidians b- banner, right? We've done Gremlins, <laughs> Gremlins Two, um, oh, wow. the the yep. Love Witch, Tybo, and uh, and this. So I want you to power rank those five films. How was that five films? What Gremlins Two, Love Witch, Gremlin, Tybo, um... Gremlins, Gremlins Two. We did both Gremlins movies. And this is female trouble. Female trouble. Yep, he's writing it down. I love that. Uh, yeah, I just don't want to forget because I'm my, my head's all over the place. All so right, I'm definitely going to go number five, last place. This love one, witch. love witch. All right, that fucking movie was atrocious. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna put number four, Gremlins, Gremlins two. All right. I love how high ranking Tybo is getting because it's going to be at least halfway. (laughs) Number three. Tybo. Tybo. Because it was such. Tybo is going to be number three. All right. Two. Would be Gremlins. (laughs) All right. So number one. That puts puts Female Trouble as number one. Boom. That's nice, man. (laughs) What about you, George? What's your power ranking? Uh, Female Trouble is at the bottom. Yeah. absolutely last place good um i would say that uh love witch fuck love witch and tybo they're so close (laughs) but i'll i'll say love witch is four and tybo is three okay tybo gets gets like an extra point for just being shorter okay Less I suffering. Also the, I also got to have the mental picture of Dan trying Tybo. Listen, so, so I didn't... reminds me, I have not done the kick yet. I'm sorry. You haven't done the kick. Now, I will say this about Tybo, right? Is like, I didn't start doing Tybo, but I did start getting healthy after that episode. And since then, I've lost like 45 pounds. So yeah, without Tybo, I mean, I've That's done great. Tybo a few times, but it's really fucking hard. Tybo is high ranked for me, mostly because of the episode, not because Billy Banks did anything for me. But I loved his leotard in that. Honestly, yes, like yes. the first time I watched it, I could not stop laughing. He belonged. I couldn't even work out to it. He belonged in Female Trouble with that leotard, you know. <laughs> well, it was funny because like you would see like one one shot of him, and he's like cheering you on, and his nipples out, and then like <laughs> like the next shot, it's like back in, and it kept popping out and i was yeah. like i can't focus on doing this exercise because his nipple keeps popping out that's what i'm telling you ginger that's why he belongs in female trouble that's what i'm saying <laughs> look at that chris you get the whole stack man that advanced one will kick your ass isn't that the one that we did the blue one right that's advanced right that advanced yeah. one yeah. will kick your ass literally your ass i was fine with the whole fucking thing until it got to the ass stuff and i'm like i can't fucking (laughs) do this because it's like you gotta like go down on your hands and knees and you gotta like kick your leg back and shit and kick your leg (laughs) that fucking hurts man if you have tight hip flexors which most people have super fucking tight hip flexors because we're always sitting down that shit is gonna hurt (laughs) because we don't all do yoga which by the way you do yoga? You're you're teaching yoga classes now, right? Well, no one signed up. And yeah, like if my friends like want me to teach, then they know how to get a hold of me. Yeah. DM me, I'll <laughs> teach you. But um 
yes, I am certified now, but I've been practicing a long time and I was a little lazy the last month and my body was just basically like, bitch, you better do something. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I'm feeling better now, but like I, I legit had like some lower back pain that was fucked up. And I was like, what did I do? I was like, one day after like dancing, just letting some fucking steam off, my lower back was fucked. So after a bunch of hip openers and other exercises, it's feeling better. So yeah. Well, that's good. Open up, bust those hip open, bust them open. Yeah. Well, you can do that with <laughs> yoga, I guess. That's what Taffy's dad says. <laughs> that's what my chiropractor has been trying to do to me is crack my hips open, but. Because that's how my, my lower back pain is coming from, is from my hip joints. Listen, just Ginger can teach you how to do yoga. Ginger can teach you how to do yoga, and then you can crack your own ass open, okay? Yep, you can bust your own hips open. That's right. And Get out your toolkit. Get the needle nose pliers. <laughs> <laughs> I do like how Taffy killed her dad, though. Like, yeah. Was that a mayonnaise awesome. knife? Like, was that a knife in? Seriously, what the fuck? Who's like, who's eating mayo with a fucking gigantic ass camp knife? So okay. I've always Ed, Did you watch to this like... movie? Who fucking knows? Yeah, that's true. That's is a good it, point. Is it mayo? I totally thought it was like paste from like art class. No, I thought it was mayo. I thought he was like eating it. I mean, it probably was paste in real life, but I think I felt like it was some kind of food item. Well, I know he was eating it, but it... <laughs> I knew he was eating it, but I still thought it was paste. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't enough. mean like were they using paste as a prop? I mean like was he, was he eating, eating paste, paste as part of the movie? <laughs> he ate shit, so I'm sure he wouldn't mind eating paste. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, I mean, I don't know what he was eating. I I, I feel like that's not a sticking point. Um No. But when know, Taffy it just felt like a subtle detail is good. <laughs> when Taffy joined Harry Krishna. Yeah. <laughs> so much she's trying to sell incense to everyone and like i feel like that joke would have been even better in the 70s when harry krishna was like a big thing um Mm -hmm. because like i didn't know that that was like a thing they did and then i looked up i was like oh that's like what they did they were like so what i had had to look it up what did divine call or don call it like stink sticks or something you're selling stink yeah. sticks yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right all right um yeah that was but that was another one of those like subversive moments in the film where it's like taffy wants to like be a loving caring person and well first of all there's so much fucking backwards about it the fact that you would run to a cult to find like safety from the insanity of your home the fact that harry krishna would seem like normal compared to what you're living in and then the fact that she's like she wants to be about love and peace and don's like you're not doing that to me like you you're not ruining my reputation with all that bullshit like (laughs) her reputation of like thieving and and like then just like killing people yeah you know just cutting hands off and shit like whatevs yeah that was crazy that she uh, cut ida's hand off and then taffy gave her a hook she she was in pain pull that bitch's eyes out (laughs) so i thought ida's uh 
Ida, Ida, Ida. I thought that her teeth were were fake, but those are those. That's just her teeth. That's that lady's teeth. Last. John for getting people who are teethless and not yeah. like the Hollywood like you know you gotta have your veneers and you have to be perfect like that's another thing I love about him because he gets people who look like fucking normal Americans honestly yeah not yeah. just that but like his friends like he made a whole production yeah. company around those people yep which just re- continued to like support the scene and be all about like you know we're gonna push this is normal this is okay so what 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 i really like what he really reminded me of so i've never this is the only of his films i've watched but i will say that like i've considered i've been considering doing another director spotlight and i am strongly considering doing it on john waters because um he reminds me a lot of romero like I mean, the films are incredibly different. Um, and, and you know, obviously, they're totally different styles. But, like, cinematography-wise, it feels very similar. And the fact that they are like, let's put together this crew of people, and we can make movies together, and we can do it outside of Hollywood. They both did that. They both did that their entire careers. For Ramiro, it was all in Pittsburgh, and for Waters, it was all in Baltimore. Um, but again, right. it was just normal people. Like, if you look at the people in Ramiro's films, they're normal people. Now, I would yeah. say Waters goes a step further, and he finds yes. people that are, like, on the fringes. Um, and that's where it's this really interesting, like, I don't know, it's kind of like an irony of, like, he wants to call out exploitation, you know, like, but at the same time, it's like celebrated. That's what's so interesting about that genre of like exploitation films is like you want to call it out and criticize it. But at the same time, you're kind of like you're kind of like celebrating it. It's a weird it's a really weird thing. Yeah, because why are you trying to criticize like people who might look like your aunt or uncle that you fucking love, you right, know? Right. And everyone looks different. Why not celebrate it? I mean, yeah, it might not be in your taste. That doesn't mean that it's not beautiful. Right. But like, what's interesting, like when you get into the message of the movie is like, uh, so there's like, so as, as Dawn like becomes increasingly insane, her fucking Mohawk in court is badass oh the mohawk's the best hair that's her best hairstyle in the whole film in my opinion oh yeah it's like the Mm -hmm. most punk rock and it's definitely the best and her makeup so her makeup's the best at that point in the film too it's really divine like when she gets the acid poured on her face like it's more the high high um hairline and high like eyeliner right right on her side of her head yeah Yeah, it's really interesting because, like, the movie starts out and she's, like, kind of normal. Like, she's a high school kid and she has, like, a big beehive haircut, but, like, it's it's not, like, outlandish. But Uh, she's also out on the outs because she's a bigger girl. Right, right. 
smokes. Right. <laughs> right. And then and she she's tried cha cha shoes. It, that's all she wants. And I think that's the real that's message so of the movie. The message of the movie is get your kids what they want for Christmas or else they will run away, bang a random After dude. Knocking a tree over on top of you. That's right. <laughs> They will get pregnant, they will go on a murder spree, they will kill their own daughter, and they will end up being electrocuted by the state. So Literally. These aren't cha-cha shoes! <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it is really... Most well, iconic line. I mean, yeah, that... And it's so great, because it's this fucking switch that just flips. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'll sing your Christmas song, whatever. I'll do whatever I got to do. But give me my oh, fucking yeah. cha-cha shoes. Is that a For thing, real. by the way? Or is there such a thing? as Is that a real shoe style, cha-cha heels? Maybe then. I think maybe it was more like some high heels, um, probably go-go style. That's what I'm thinking maybe then. Yeah. But I'm not sure. I don't have cha-cha shoes, yeah. personally. <laughs> <laughs> well... I think another that's. I think we really need to research that. Oh, another good quote from jail was, "Bumping pussies is against jail rules." Yeah. <laughs> Who are these random <laughs> girls just showing up in her in her cell? By the way, that are not Dude, her cellmates. They just just loving her. I know. I know. And everybody around her that loves one her. With her tit hanging out and her vagina just <laughs> woo, just flapping just in out the breeze. There. What is the, what is the vine, what does Dawn ask for for her last meal? She's like veal cutlets. Two of them. <laughs> Two of them. Ridiculous. Yeah, definitely thought like I think that that I think that that's a euphemism. Not sure, but I think that's a euphemism. Um, yeah, lots of lots of lots of bush the movie is full of bush if you're into that it, it it's definitely right <laughs> up your alley um but man this movie and nipples. yeah nipples and dongs and not like even erect dongs just dongs <laughs> just floppy dongs uh not close-ups that, too. but like they look kind of dirty and diseased yeah well the well, one the one does yeah gators looks fine I mean, Gators was a normal pain. Yeah, normal, normal. Pain. You know, as normal as they get. Quote unquote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is normal? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I know that the her that you know Taffy's father's dong was not normal. That was really scary, and he should. Pro if your dong looks like that, go see a doctor. Um, is that Divine's dong? I I'm guessing probably not. Or at least it was made up. I'm hoping that, you know, he would take really care of that. that was made yeah. Up. yeah. <laughs> well, I would assume so. Yeah. I'm gonna assume so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's uh let's score this movie as best we can and talk about metal moments, because it is full of metal moments. So, George, you hated it. Why don't you go first? Start us um, on a low note. I'm gonna give it a two. Wow. Uh, good. I I was gonna give it a one. Yeah. But as the movie gets farther and farther away from my now My now in life, yeah, <laughs> I I appreciate it more. The farther so it gets away from you're me, gonna give I it a three. It. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know if I'll go that high. I mean there is some fall off. George, can you get that high? Know. <laughs> uh, not right now, man. I've had too much caffeine. Ah, um, shit. I know it's fucking me up. Um, 
I mean, I'm not falling asleep though, so that's good. That's good. That's a, that's um, a win. So yeah, so I'm gonna give it a two because I feel like I appreciate it more now than when I watched it. Um, Great. I feel like I would have appreciated this movie more watching it like with you guys, just because <laughs> the ridiculousness we would have been able to react to the ridiculousness more instead of me watching it by myself at two in the morning. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's you know fair. I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Metal moment, I mean, I gotta say that it's probably when, um, when Divine gets back from the hospital and the Dashers are showing her around, like, the way they've made up her apartment yeah. and they just fucking unbox the bird cage of Ida. Like, yeah, <laughs> we, we got this for you as like your gift. Like it's, it's your big gift. Cause like they, they weren't into doing the actual crime themselves until that they were just filming it. And like, uh, right. what's her face? Mrs. Dasher. You know, she was kind of like nervous just walking around that hood. Um, oh, totally. Yeah, exactly. And then being around Dawn, they flip that switch pretty quick too, and fucking kidnap a woman. Yeah. Why so, the fuck not? Like that just being that just being like opened up. Just oh hey, what's behind <laughs> curtain number two? It's fucking Ida in a cage. You know what's funny is the way you phrase that like a game show. The set looked like a game show set. Like it looked like a yeah. sweepstakes or something, you know? Right. And and she kept getting more and more excited. Like, oh, I got this gift. I got this gift. I got this gift. Until she was like blowing her top with a fucking axe to her wrist. Like that was like the big wheel at the end of Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, man. Yeah. The showcase showdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, so that's my metal moment. Not that, not the chopping the hand off. Just the reveal. The reveal. And what that means. <laughs> um, and I just love on Ida in there, and she's just like, "Give me the fuck out of here," or whatever. She's, <laughs> dude, she's so mad. <laughs> yeah, that was good, yeah. man. All right, that's what I got. Who's next? All right, I'll go. I'll go next. Um, I would give this movie. I'm gonna give this movie all right. So last you week, not do the three. Last categories. week, I did, just give I, it a fucking number, Chris, Chris, <laughs> Chris. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna give it one score, but the score is gonna be just based on how I enjoyed it. Um, Good, that's how they should all be. Fuck you, George. <laughs> if I had to rate your performance on this show over the entire course of the history of the show, it would be a one. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, you would I be the taffy. You're the taffy of our show. That. That's accurate. <laughs> I show With up. some needle nose pliers, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give this movie, uh, I'm going to give it a seven. I think, I, I think this movie is secretly genius. Um, I think that it is insane. And um, I think that it is super trashy um, and it's super ridiculous. But I think that everything bad about it was totally intentional. And um, I think that it all lends itself to the feeling that that 
you're tr- that they're trying to manipulate you into feeling. I mean, every filmmaker wants to manipulate you into feeling certain feelings. And what you feel through this movie is a slow descent into madness. And it's not like Apocalypse <laughs> Now, where it's very obvious that it's happening. It's more subtle. Like, it's happening with her hairstyle. It's happening with her makeup. It's just happening just, like, little piece by piece. And then by the end, you have reached this complete manic, just, insanity. Um, and you don't, you didn't even realize that you were tricked in it. And you were started with a movie that looked like it was going to be some fucking high school drama. And you're like, what the fuck just happened to me? <laughs> what i asked you about i'm watching stuff. yeah and it's like and it and and that is brilliant filmmaking like in in the fact in doing it outside of hollywood doing it on that kind of budget and then not to mention like the it's made in the 70s and how like significant so much of it is that like if this movie were made now it wouldn't matter quite as much just because it's hard to be subversive in 2021 like you, it's hard. It's like we've jumped the shark on being subversive to where it's like you can't even make something that's over the top anymore because everyone's just like yawn. And I don't know if it's just because we've gone so far or because there's so many voices that because, you know, because of the Internet, we can anybody can make anything. I mean, we can fucking get out there to millions of people. I mean, we're not going to, but we are available across the world, you know? So the fact that uh, we are available across the world shows that, like, anyone can get shit out there. So there's just an, this overflow of shit. So the fact that, like, this was made in the 70s, they're talking about, like, they're talking about, like, gay stuff. They're talking about, like, just everything's flipped on its head. Religion is bad. Being straight is bad. You know, dudes are being... All the dudes in the film are effeminate. Most of the, like, heroines of the film are, like, very masculine women to the point where one is actually a dude. Um, And, like, so everything is just flipped on its head. Uh, You know, ugly people are seen as beautiful. The uglier that she gets, the more beautiful she is treated. Crime is considered, like something that's not supposed to be hidden it's supposed to be celebrated like everything is just like take everything that you believe and fucking flip it up on its head you know and that's what this movie Complete is 180 exactly and it just <laughs> fu- it's a fucking it's a brain fuck so it, to that end kudos to john waters kudos to divine kudos to that whole troop of people because like well done oh, um and my metal moment I, I hate to make it the last moment of the movie, but to me, it's the most metal moment. That monologue that she gives in the electric chair and ends with it fucking zoomed in on her face. And uh, she says, please remember, I love every fucking one of you. And then and then it just ends with that face. And then Divine actually comes in singing in the background because she did the that song for the film. Um, but yeah, by John Waters. Yes. But yeah, I love that. Just please remember, I love every fucking one of you. And she goes through like all of her crimes, all of the people she's killed, all of her victims. And she considers them all people who have helped her gain her fame. I mean, it's infamy and she's not aware that it's infamy and it's not, it's completely in her mind, but 
whatever. Like, she's completely batshit insane, and you have taken that ride with her, and you are completely batshit insane. (laughs) And then when you're done, you have to fucking take a breath and, like, look around you and, like, regain an understanding of reality. (laughs) And to me... Absolutely. To me, like... (laughs) Definitely. Getting sucked into a movie is really really powerful and even if it's in a way that like you're uncomfortable with the fact that the filmmaker can do that to you and not just be so absurd or just absurd in a way that you're just like i can't even like i can't even connect with this the fact that he makes you connect with it enough that you take the ride with him is is well done so that's what i got to say um (laughs) so chris why don't you go we'll let ginger finish because it was Before her I can even get into <laughs> what I think and feel in metal moments, yeah. George is a fucking cocksucker. Oh, yeah. This motherfucker loves Barbarella. Yeah. And he can't find something to enjoy about this movie. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you, George? I think I can, it's just I the can see why. inherent in me. <laughs> I can see why if you love Barbarella, why you would not like this movie. I mean, this movie I mean, kind of takes Barbarella and, is, and like flips it, you know? Yep. Like Barbarella, yeah, Barbarella is like celebrating sexualization and objectifying women. But I I guess I was just saying certain body styles, right? There's a lot. There is a lot of good about this movie because you just said it all, Dan. Like (laughs) everything you said is true, and I was I I agree with you. Um, And I guess there's good stuff about Barbarella. I think, but they're both bad movies. So the fact that George can't find anything about this that he likes is fucking insane. Okay. So. Thank you. Thank you for saying that, Chris. <laughs> I love that it's not just me shitting on George because it and, usually what is. The fuck? What the fuck? What? Who are you, George? Um, okay. <laughs> so I, this movie is trashy. That's probably the best term for the movie. It really does leave you like, what the fuck? And like I said, it took me a couple <laughs> days to really come to terms with how I felt about this movie. Um, and everything Dan said is true. Um, and I was thinking it and I was ready to say it. And I don't, Sorry. I just want to piggyback <laughs> on it that I think that this movie, it was doing shit to me the whole time. Uh, but, things i didn't enjoy necessarily but nonetheless it it had me in the movie like i got through it i wasn't worried about how long or how short it was i was i was on the ride for the movie which i thought was pretty fucking cool and that's saying a lot because you have been struggling to ride along with movies lately you know so that says i think that says a lot like i'm not saying you went into it thinking you were going to hate it but i could see you going into it thinking this is a chore that I've got to accomplish. So the fact that you got sucked into it says a lot about it. Well, because I, excuse me, because I watched a, uh, like a trailer for it and, you know, not having the full context of the movie, seeing the trailer, you're even more like, what the <laughs> has Ginger picked for us to watch? I'm like, please, just fucking kill me. So I went into it expecting to fucking hate it. Uh, so, so, and I didn't necessarily enjoy it at the time, but <laughs> nonetheless, um, I, you know, I think a seven's high. I really do. I think I'm going to give it, but I gave Guar a six. I can't do that. Cause that movie was garbage compared to this. So yeah. I'm going to give it a seven. I agree with Dan. It's a seven, uh, just based on the enjoyability and everything that Dan said. So metal <laughs> moment, I'm going to go with. 
Um, so, <laughs> uh, I don't remember where, um, Dawn was coming home from, but she, it was after she had given, uh, Taffy $10 and she comes back. I don't know where the fuck she went, but she comes back and Taffy's playing <laughs> car crash. <Yeah. laughs> what are you fucking like? It's like a fucking random garage, like car door. She's like pouring ketchup all over herself and dying. And, and a dummy. Crash. I'm like, and a dummy is, mannequin. Yeah, I'm like, my fucking, not only did I awkwardly laugh, but my fucking brain exploded. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? So that was my And Don goes, Don goes, how many times have I told you not to play car accident indoors? Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay. what the fuck? That's the best kid game ever. Yeah, if I had that. any kids and I walked in on them fucking playing car crash, I would be like, y'all deserve like whatever you want for dinner. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> That's what I got. That's good. All right, Ginger, you're up. Okay, so this movie also, like, I think this is maybe the second or third time actually watching this movie, and totally what the fuck throughout the whole thing, and slowly what the fuck. Like Dan said, it it takes you on a slow ride to crazy, <laughs> and uh, just all of the stuff, and flipping it is, is great. Um, I really like that you pointed that out, Dan, because... It's true, you know, Hollywood is all glitz and glam, and this was, like, you know, funky and dirty and disgusting and amazing, and it definitely made me cringe a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Like most John Waters movies do, which... I'm okay with because whatever, if I, you know, talk about piss jugs all the time on my podcast, (laughs) a little John Waters isn't going to bother me. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to be with the seven on this movie just because some parts did not age well at all. Um, Some of the language is just like, "Eh." and that's where I was cringing the most. Like, you know, some of the other things didn't really make me cringe, but it was it was the words, you know, that a lot of us are now not using anymore or, you know, being corrected on not using. Um, most metal moment would be when she was on stage and just like going crazy on eyeliner and she's like jumping around and then she starts fucking shooting into the fucking audience like oh i thought you were gonna say when she was rubbing herself with a fish (laughs) (laughs) deep throating the fish (laughs) and like rubbing it all over which was that that shit made me laugh hard i was like why would you rub yourself with a fish (laughs) why wouldn't you (laughs) no you don't rub yourself with fish first of all i'm fucking allergic so i'm not rubbing but just like at first the audience was like haha this is funny like it's a joke but then they're seeing people like fucking being shot in front of them and then they're freaking out like it turned quickly into uh this is awesome to like holy shit we're gonna fucking die and then she goes to jail so 
That is a weird yeah. that is a weird scene and that is a scene that has probably aged differently than they would have anticipated because that is a scene that feels almost more meaningful to a modern audience than it probably would have to a 70s audience like to to us we're like this feels really real like the idea of gathering for some kind of entertainment and then all getting shot up like because it's fucking happened a fucking million times and we're shooting people too yeah that was weird That was very real. It was like the realest moment of the whole movie. I, like I was, I felt very. Uh, that might have been the most uncomfortable moment for me because I'm like, this feels really scary, which was weird. Like, yeah, because I mean, a lot of the other stuff was kind of fucked up and scary too. Like chopping off a hand, that's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> But then, like, just literally shooting into an audience of people who are making you famous. Yeah. And, like, it's just, yeah. That it's was not as bad as was, the incest rape, though. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> it didn't happen in, in it, but it was going to. Like, if she didn't kill her dad, Taffy, if she didn't okay, kill her dad, probably yeah. would have happened. I so think the other people thing... in the theater actually did happen. I think the other thing that's really different about it is, like, that scene felt very cartoonish. Like, you walk in, he's watching, like, a ridiculous TV yeah. that looks like from a cartoon. He's eating mayonnaise <laughs> with a fucking camp knife, or maybe paste with a camp knife. Like, it's he... probably, like, vanilla pudding or something. Right, right. What? Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's man batter. <laughs> Um, (laughs) but whatever it is, like, it looks cartoonish. The scene is ridiculous. It's absurd. But for some reason, amid all that absurdity, you have the scene with the audience and like the him or her shooting the audience. It feels really real. And like, it probably was seen as an absurd scene in the seventies. It was probably not seen as this will be the realest feeling moment of the whole movie. Who's going to shoot up a group of people? Right? <laughs> Fucking yeah. crazy white supremacists. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's kind of get on that shit, people in charge. Yeah. It's, it's, it was, that was weird. Um, but I think that's why to me that felt cringier or not cringier, but just like more unsettling because the, the incest rape scene felt like this is put here to be ridiculous and absurd and extreme. Um, and for some reason that scene in that audience, looking out at that audience, it felt very real. You know, don't get me wrong. Not like pro incest rape or anything like that. (laughs) No, um, (laughs) you know, newsflash, (laughs) but, um, yeah, it was just that, that was a gross like it was gross it made me feel gross like that you know her dad would be like let me fuck you or whatever but like definitely just you know being a millennial and being through all the shit that we've been through and school shootings and other shootings that have happened yeah, yeah that was definitely a surreal moment um most metal and i think i think um George is going to get into rubbing fish on himself. So, yeah, <laughs> I know George hates fish. I don't know if he's allergic to them, but uh... <laughs> I'm not allergic. I just don't enjoy any of it. Yeah. Although yeah. I, I do, I do have to, I do have to say talking about this movie 
But with all you guys' points, I think I'm going to bump my score up to a four. Whoa! Damn, that's a big jump. I think there's a lot of (laughs) cultural importance in this movie that I wasn't paying attention to. Like, I saw it, and I watched it, but I didn't really think about it. Um, Well, it's an intense movie, honestly. There's a lot of stuff in there that, you know... Uh, that's pushing the limits so right but i also need to point out chris mentioned that he was in the movie like the whole time and i I didn't think about that either because i wasn't having fun watching the movie i wasn't liking the movie but i was definitely watching the movie yeah like it it had me the whole time and i wasn't thinking about that it's like the farther it gets away from me the more I, i i don't like it but the more I appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate it is a good word. Appreciate it is definitely a good word. So I think I'm going to go up to a four. I, I I see where you guys are coming from. Nice. I'm just not there. This That's doesn't right. happen very often. This might I be know. the first majority. You just doubled your score. Actually, you like quadrupled your score from what you were originally going to give it. So that's pretty damn yeah. good, man. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, man, I appreciate that. I appreciate that about you, that you were willing to admit that live on the show. So, I mean, I kind of say whatever comes to mind way before I think about it. So (laughs) that's kind of what we do here, though, man. That's that's what we're about. That's my thing. Um, Um, Yeah. You know, what? I want to go back because, you know, obviously you can't talk enough about incest rape. Um, that's so, great. <laughs> so I want to go back to that because you know what was interesting about that scene is like it reminded me a lot of the scene from Natural Born Killers. Um, I was just I was thinking that it was very similar, and that was probably the grossest scene in this movie to me. I can't fucking anything to do with rape. It doesn't. It's just fucking yeah. atrocious. Yeah. So to me, that's the most disgusting. But part like obviously, obviously, both of those movies, it's a similar like plot device where it's like a father um, is right. like wanting to like incestual rape his daughter. But the other thing is like there, the scenes are both like like cinema cinematography wise like shot very similarly. Like in Natural Born Killers, it's. It's like a it's like a sitcom. Remember, like in that part of the movie, they shoot it like, like a sitcom. A yeah. Right. And there's like a laugh track and it's Rodney Dangerfield, who is like a cartoon character himself. Um, and so and then like in this in this movie, it's also shot. I mean, most of this movie feels like a cartoon. Um, so <laughs> I, I don't know. There's something about it that, that it's almost like the the filmmaker is giving you an out because it doesn't feel real like the way that you're watching it makes it feel like it's not a real thing so it helps you kind of as an audience feel like you can divorce reality this scene from reality um because that's a hard pill to swallow like that's tough stuff um and and when Mm -hmm. you talk about subversive films now like, the most subversive type films now are the films where they, like, hit you in the face with that kind of stuff. And, like, they don't give you any kind of outlet. They're just like, here it is. It's real. Yeah. And, like, you're like, fuck, man. Why are you? Like, I don't want that. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, um, but, yeah. So, that reminded me of that. And the one other thing I wanted to mention is, like, um, George, you're talking about how there's a lot more going on under the, under the surface that like you weren't thinking about that you kind of thought more about as we talked about it. It's really intelligent in a really stupid way. And it, and it reminds me a lot of like if Monty Python 
were a lot trashier because that's how Monty Python is too. They're both they both have that similar vibe of like you have the sort of slapsticky humor on the surface, but there's way more intelligent shit going on under the surface. Yeah. So Monty Python's awesome. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I I agree. Um, and but Monty Python also had like a troop, like he that was a crew of people that kind of did a bunch of stuff together. Yep. And you kind of see that in these kind of films where they play off each other really, really well because they work together like all the time. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like a project that they built together. It's not like some of these movies that we see where it's like somebody wrote it and then they gave it to someone else to direct it and then they hired actors to act in it. And like we've watched movies where the the actor thought the movie was a different type of movie than the director thought it was, you know? I think it was easier because I, I despise like – all rape scenes in movies even in one of my favorite a clockwork orange it's just i think it's really unnecessary um and it needs to be changed because it's just promoting rape culture i think it didn't bother me as much in this movie because taffy stabbed the fuck out of him oh yeah yeah she was not having that 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 made that made me feel a lot better about the whole scene and seeing it and, you know, it, it was definitely fucking cringy. I was just like, get gross. It's literally. It was, so gr- it was fucking gross. It's literally like, the second, only moment. In that's the, my second metal moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when she kills him. Mm. Yeah. It's like. Rightfully. It's the only moment where you can, like, righteously, like, support a character. Where you're like, yes, mm-hmm. fucking get it. Like, kill for that real. motherfucker. Like, for real. <laughs> it's, like, literally the only moment you can get behind anybody in the so, whole movie. So, you know, and it's funny because, you know, what you were saying about how it kind of flips everything upside down and whatnot. But still, incest is disgusting and wrong. And she kills her dad for it, which is not flipping the switch, really. Right. No, it's not. Because, I mean, and I don't know. I don't know what that says. Because a lot of the things that they flip, though, are things that are, <laughs> right. like, that are like cultural things. I mean, I don't think it's cultural to say rape is bad. I think that that is violence against somebody, whether it is against them sexually or against them, you know, in any way. Like, we, we, yep. have, we understand as humans that, like, violence against people is wrong. I don't think that's cultural. Everything that's flipped on its head in this movie is all cultural stuff. You know, ugly is beautiful and bad is good and, you know, all all that shit that we've already talked about. Sexuality is better than being straight. Although, listen, I mean, I'm not saying I hope any of my kids are gay or straight, (laughs) but there are certainly things about being gay that would make it a lot easier. Like, (laughs) I'm not saying I want any of my kids to be gay, but like... Listen, dudes are the worst, all right? And if my daughters don't have any interest in dudes, I won't have any problem with that. But <laughs> I don't give a fuck as long as my kids are my kid is happy. You of course, I mean? you, you of course. I'm I'm exactly. I'm being love flippant, is love. but yes. Damn it. <laughs> I'm being flippant about it, but but no, seriously, like I I definitely thought that was funny that she on Ida was like, "Are you sure you're not gay?" 
Like, you could try <laughs> it. It's so weird because, you know, usually you have the complete opposite in exactly. movies. You exactly. know, like, you have a whole fucking movie, but I'm a cheerleader about, you know, uh, transformation camp and oh my god i should make you guys watch that movie next because it's great (laughs) that movie is hilarious jdrf told me they didn't want any of your money yeah right (laughs) ginger has given us enough Uh, i'm just gonna give it to dan (laughs) (laughs) that movie is fucking hilarious what is it have you but i'm a cheerleader no oh holy shit oh it's so good is it about gay conversion therapy Ah, I mean, I don't need to watch a movie about it. I've experienced... No, I have not experienced it personally, but I've been around it. Yeah. It's a good time. It's it's really terrible stuff. Yeah, that's terrible, but that movie does a really good job on, you know, showing (laughs) that that doesn't work. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird how that is the way that it is, that it doesn't work. (laughs) No, I remember, like, I I went... Think someone into feeling something other than they feel. Yeah, it gets really weird, too, because, like, um... So, I went to seminary with people who were convinced that, like, you should show your sons porn if they are thinking that they're gay. You need to, like, really encourage them to be into women. Like... It, which is totally against everything that they would normally say, like porn is terrible and all this stuff. But then when it comes to that, they're like, oh, no, no, no. We got to do whatever it takes to make you like boobs. And they're the most closeted motherfuckers in the world. Oh, yeah. Forcing yeah. that shit on people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I could go on about that. I could go on about that. Oh, for sure. Um, New podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I could definitely, I, George and I, before we started the movie seller, we were thinking about trying to start a podcast about like all the things that we had to unlearn from our evangelical Christian days. Um, cause it's some crazy shit. Uh, I got shoved into a Catholic school from fourth through eighth grade. So if you guys ever yeah. want to do like some like one off about fucking religion down to it's talk good, about good, it. It's good. Good to know for sure. For sure. <laughs> Um, well, listen, um, thank you, Ginger, for joining us. Thank you for the very interesting, as always, very interesting <laughs> movie pick. Um, I think that it was a great, it was really interesting to watch. It seems like we were all at least engaged in it, whether we liked the experience or not. I think it was great to talk about it because we <laughs> some really good content there. Um, if anybody is interested in donating, I should mention that um, we are temporarily pausing the vhs for t1d episodes um so congratulations ginger you got in at the very end there granted you donated the money like months ago but um hey it's okay because there was a lot of stuff that happened you know i mean yeah there was the uh secret santa and then you guys did like a whole kid shit so that's right that's totally fine but uh but yeah so you got in and at this point we're gonna pause it um, because any money that we bring in over the next couple months is going to go toward, um, the trilogy of trash birthday bash, which is, um, uh, going to be this big video event that we're putting together. Um, it's going to be live online and, um, we're going to premiere, uh, a triple feature of really trashy horror films made by our friends at dungeon entertainment. Um, and 
you can go to our our uh, campaign page, which um, it's on all of our social media, um, and you can see on there the tiers. But basically, for five bucks, you get you get a link to the event. For ten bucks, you get the link to the event. Plus, we'll send you a bunch of stickers and shit. Uh, for twenty bucks, we'll send you the DVD and the stickers, and you get to be at the event. And for <laughs> fifty bucks, you can be a sponsor. And actually have a short minute to two minute video in in the event. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and, and that money still goes directly to the JDR. Yeah, it's we're still... Pausing, we're pausing doing those yes. uh, episodes, but you're we're pausing, not pausing... You're pausing it because Ginger ruined you guys. Exactly. We're <laughs> like, we can't do any more of these. <laughs> No, we're going to, but we are going to, I think what we're going to do is we're going to have on the guys from Dungeon Entertainment one more time before, before uh, we premiere the episode. If you want want me to take George's place so they, that he doesn't like shit about the movie. I think they like it. I think that they like it because they, because then Chris and I come in and we're like, fuck you, George. And we like defend them. And then that makes them feel really good. I, I heard that episode. I was fucking dying. I'm yeah. like, this is like... I was dying, too. Here. Yeah, I was dying, too. I think we were dying for different reasons, but... <laughs> I could tell. I could tell in the Tony or uh, I put on my dad voice. I was like, dude, <laughs> come on. Um, But, no, I think it's going to be fun. We're going to have that... We'll have them on to talk a little bit about it before, before the event. We're going to have... um. We're going to have a couple other people on that are going to participate in the event to talk about kind of what they're doing and maybe watch some movies for them. Uh, but the, this is going to like all all of our focus, all of our energy. We're going to keep doing our episodes, but we're going to be z- zoning in on this event. It's going to be fucking awesome. So um, hopefully, you know, Ginger, I do think the JDRF will still take your money. So, you know, you can give them five bucks <laughs> and you can come to the event. But actually, we're gonna. Uh, what we're gonna do is, if anybody has given us money already through VHS for T1D, uh, we're gonna send you a link so to the event. So if you've already donated, like you have, Ginger, several times, um, then you are invited. No, no, no more uh, donations required. But anybody else, um, yeah, uh, the link, like I said, it's on all of our social media at the Movie Seller, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, you can go to any of those. Go to our bio. It's it's our only link. You know, it says podcast website. Click on that. It takes you to our JDRF page. You donate right there. We'll get your it's email so from there. Easy. It's so easy, right? And then we'll email you no. and we'll fucking we'll go from there with it. And it's gonna be awesome. So um yeah. Thanks again, Ginger. This was fun. <laughs> sure. Yeah, thank you. This was a lot of fun. Oh, that didn't sound like a very like gracious thank you that yeah come on Chris. Sure. thank you so much for your kind <laughs> yes please loving donation yeah. in this amazing Love. movie yeah <laughs> what is it what is I'm very grateful uh-huh. for the donation and the movie you love the movie i love the robot listen yeah you guys are awesome and fuck uh, type one diabetes. Yes. Go fucking donate if you can if not share sharing is free sharing, share that shit sharing is free no one should have to deal with the fucking bullshit that type one diabetes comes with. Yeah, so, yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not. If you want to hear more of my fucking voice and my husband's voice, we're on Grand Rapidians play video games. That's right. Talk about piss jugs. What do you guys actually talk about though? Tell them what you guys actually talk about. <laughs> 
We actually talk about beer and video games. Uh, we used to compete for uh, uh, world records and whatnot, so we think we know stuff about video games, but we just hang out, drink, and chit-chat about some real-life stuff, video games, and we recommend things. Yeah, it's a well. it's a great show. You didn't just compete for world records, you at least held, I don't know if you currently do, but you have held world records. You recently counted, and I still have 74 number one world records. See, Damn. we have a world record yeah. holder on our show Holy right now. shit. <laughs> Will has a lot more because he played a lot more, but... Yep, I still have some. Um, I noticed I still had my saucer swarm from Mario Party Eight, and no one took that one down. <laughs> you got it. You don't say that the ones good. that you have because then people might try to go get them. But I feel like the have easiest fun. way to defend them is just keep, kind of keep them in the closet, so nobody really needs to worry about them. Have fun recording that on a VHS ah. tape and sending that to Twin Galaxies. Now listen, we we have the equipment <laughs> to do that, but we will not help you defeat ginger and willie's records so don't ask us for help (laughs) well thanks again guys and y'all are welcome back anytime when our schedules come together we might you know listen we're gonna whore ourselves out for the next few months um these guys don't know it yet but i'm gonna ask them to help me do that because i want to spread the word about the the trail the trilogy of trash birthday bash far and wide so we might actually bug you to come on your show in the near future if you'll have us hell yes nice like i just said anytime awesome you guys are there i would love that we have to get him on though so we can shit on him on while he's there it's it's not as fun when he's not around (laughs) i feel like i would rather be there as well yeah well it wouldn't be so bad george if like i knew you would hear it but the fact that you don't listen to any podcast means that if i talk shit about you on a podcast you're never gonna hear it and then it's like what's even the point we can just send them little blips of it that's right that's right <laughs> listen to this we're talking shit about you i'll record it on a cd for you george i'll send it over <laughs> or i'll give you an mp3 but you can't even load it onto your ipad ipod anymore right because you don't even have a way to hook your ipod up to your computer I don't. I don't have a computer. <laughs> right? <laughs> that would be the reason. <laughs> All righty. I think we're good. Bye. Bye. Bye.